One, two, one, two, one, two. Greetings, bonjour, what's happening? This is Lager Time, the Not Quite Live edition. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, just a quick little explanation as I turn the reverb off. So this is uh, the first time I'm going to do this, which is I'm going to bang through a set of poems, a couple stories and uh, a couple of songs on the loop station. All right. Uh, large up Niall O'Sullivan, Rusty Nile on the sub stack for giving me the inspiration to do it. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't imagine it will be any longer than an hour, possibly shorter. Uh, pff, first time I've done it. It's a bit of an experiment like this whole thing is anyway. I've got a couple of Stellas ready to go. I think we should just we should just crack on and do the first tune on the looper. All right. Let's have it. It's longer time. Yay! Longer time. Poems, stories, and thoughts. By me, Paul Cree. Who else? career going making fire rubbing stones no light fuel just me blowing patience frustration boiling outside and beef for the neighbors every day yet another grief and another project cancellation making pee was hard enough now poison waters in the stream gutting out my industry gold rush towards live stream zoom gigs with latency wi-fi's unreliable why everyone's banging out netflix my focus on survival kept a routine with discipline got fit learned new things but my head was floating like 
like a balloon towards a wall full of drawing pins. Mad moments of that kicking in, had to kick it out and keep kicking on. Outside it was kicking off, pent up people out of jobs. Anaphylaxis and a high full of bees. Gave up on nightly news briefs. Untold conspiracy theories, unsure now what to believe. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get pee, pay my bills and keep it all going. But I'm pissing in the wind, whichever way it's blowing. Board, round the house and indoors. Another week of new law. A broken record in thought, how long we doing this for? I'm going mental, so go and boil the kettle. Sitting down, settle, could be worse than what you've been doing for. Board, round the house and indoors. Another week of new law. A broken record in thought, how long we doing this for? I'm going mental, so go and boil the kettle. Sitting down, settle, could be worse than what you've been doing for. A mate of my dad's once told me that where there's war, there's money. There ain't a war, but in the Amazon, there's a working poor, and there was zero hours. Some packing parcels, driving vans, competition now barely stands. High street, never no go. Betting shops and payday loans, Saturday school holidays. Bop to town back then when your mates, good times. But what the kids do now? Men can't even leave their house. Encourage you grass on the neighbors, I'll build on the local fields. Felt like a dystopian film, but this one was real. I'm going out my window, wondering what where the world goes. My got tea in my hand from mum and dad, don't know my wife clothes. Could be worse, I guess, roof in my head, wardrobe full of clothes. Say a little prayer and look to the air, could do a little dosage of hope. Text comrade, he said we got to keep going. He's right by hook or by crook, I'm sat in this room with the beat when it's open, minute by minute, day by day, week by week, we set little tasks. In 10 years' time, we get through this. I sit in my wife and a razor glass board, round the house, I'm indoors. Another week, a new law. I broke a record and thought, how long we doing this for? I'm going mental, so go and boil the kettle and sit down. So it could be worse than what you've been doing for a board, round the house, I'm indoors. Another week, a new law. I broke a record and thought, how long we doing this for? I'm going mental, so go and boil the kettle and sit down. So it could be worse than what you've been doing for. Board, Yo. The focus, the focus, the hocus, the home of art, the locus, the hipper, the shitter, the quitter, the hopeless, the circle, the third rule, the third way, the homeschool, the reason, the treason, the meaning, the merkle, the oyster, the troika, the loiterer, the litterer, inquisitive, the figurative, the literative, the minimalist, the activist, the hypocrite, the critical, the judge, the jury, the fury, the rage, the pain, the numbness, the vein, the vacuum, the vortex, the gore-tex, the armor, the drama, the shame, the kid that wanted the same, the kid with the kitten, the tick on the kicks, and the parent that always complained, multiple in a plane, replica prints in a frame, original thought like a fork in a pea, crashed on the weight of the game, the resentment that is resident so attendant to the name, the contestants lack an evidence to the sentence will remain, the contestants set a president and another president will get a say, the judgment will be permanent at the sunset of the day, send him on his way, make sure we get the right pay, shine light on the shade, c'est vie, touche, the focus, the hocus, it's hopeless, good day, the fortress, the thoughtless, the thoughtful, the lame. Reflector sunglasses that barely showed the sun. I'm an ill-equipped archaeologist trying to excavate the truth. I'm a twice-a-year Catholic stealing lead from the church roof. I'm downloading on dial-up dances with walls plus deleted scenes. I'm everything and anything I would have never want to be. You're a narcissistic stick set trying to convince itself it's fat. 
Unite, read by spinning globe light, believe on the earth is flat. Your sailing shoes are brand new and have never seen the sea. You're anything and everything I would have never want to be. They're globetrotting eco-travellers, you drive the car to the shops. The Ravent Guard find diners, sip a monster and panda pops. They're conscious political activists who vote if it's on TV. They're everything and anything I would have never want to be. We're all bedroom cleaners shoving everything under the bed. We're all wagging fingers at noisy neighbours leaving mess. We're all buying books that sit unread but looking pretty. We're everything and anything that we probably choose to be. Nylon to Experian. I lack gears, credit card in arrears, withdrawing cash to pay rent like a feedback loop in my ears. Spank money on beers, sun holidays with peers, booze, burgers, no birds, and some weren't to the point of tears. Siblings set the standard and I couldn't hit the marker. Instead tagged walls in permanent marker, thinking I was some kind of martyr, cue laughter. Got lapped along the school running track by top set high flyers. Sort of kids that listened in class and didn't use links cans to light fires. Or swap jazz mags in the C block piss pots. Or bunk off in goffs. Or thief sweeties from the shop. Well, Roly did, but we'll let him off. Got mates that put graft in. Did what they had to, but now they're laughing. Got gas with flash barbecues in the garden. Grand design sites that don't ignite. It's all magnets or something. No jargon. Cup of ton, mate. Bargain. Still clearing my path. Pulling up nettles and cutting grass, removing glass, trying to lay roots and cultivate plants. Could sit on my ass, sink larker and laugh. Did plenty of that, mate. But that's not the only half. Away from that, I took time to develop a craft. Some didn't get what I was doing. Sat in my room pursuing same beat on repeat, going through paper like a shredder machine, reams and reams, lines and paragraphs. A lot of it rubbish. But every now and again I'd hit on something that shook my heart. Electro shocked this car into a jump start and it felt good. Like life could. A little lift in between the routine of work, eat, sleep that sees light pollute stars. Because when the days are dark, you've overcooked the overdraft, frozen the credit card, just air in the fridge and the only thing eating is the job feeding on your trams. And when it pays, the ends don't meet so the meter's lacking charge. And finding that extra gift to leave is a leap to a bridge too far. When that's all you've got thus far, mate, it's hard. One more from this bit. Help self. Eat well, sleep well, wankness. Exercise, pray to God, pray to your God, pray to their gods. Don't have one, get one. Say thank you, take notice. Minor miracles, major miracles, mundane moments, praise biscuits. Reflect, analyze and think. Imagine atoms and atomic energy. Laugh at yourself. No, really, laugh at yourself. You're probably a knob. The inner prick lives within. Keep the prick contained. See above. Celebrate what unites us. Be wary of what divides us and ideologues disguised as saints. Duck xenophobes and globalists. Clothes line the lunch queue. Politicians come and go. Remember what got us here when who really owns the house and who's renting. Manners cost nothing. Leave the manner and take a risk. Remember the manner when you're sitting pretty, sipping caramel lattes in heaven. Commit to doing things. Don't let me down. Talk to your Feelings like you know them, even that prick that lives within. Pricks have feelings too. Contradict yourself, tie yourself in knots, twist and turn. Work out how you got there and don't fucking do it again. All right, there you go. So that's a little little intro vibes. Okay, uh, well, it's all a bit of a rush, wasn't it? Um, okay, so that first song uh, is called Whichever Way It's Blowing, and it's the first track off this new EP 
that's coming out hopefully next month called Toast in the Machine. Now, I did that song on a loop station. As you could hear, it's probably a bit messy and all over the place. Um, it's a bit different to the original version, only because uh, I'm unable to replicate the synthesizer and the notes that I use in the original song with my voice. And it winds up sort of changing the the tone of the song and a little bit like Iron Brew. Someone told me once they were trying to make Coca-Cola and he accidentally made Iron Brew and I sort of accidentally remixed that song. Um, so it's called Whichever Way is Blowing, a few thoughts on COVID. So yeah, you can't really see what I'm doing, but it's all, I have a microphone plugged into the loop station, which allows me to do this and do and this. this. Uh, uh, I've got, got a few, a few little, little fancy, fancy effects, effects on it. Oh, mm -hmm. there you go. Um, turn that off. But yeah, so um, that's that, whichever way it's blowing. And then uh, I just banged through a few rhymy sort of short rhythmical style poems. I think as going forward, maybe that's a good way to start set, sets off nice and energetic. And then I can slip in uh, to the other stuff, which is a bit slower. So most of these pieces, the poems certainly will have been on the Lager Time substack at some point. Um, so maybe if you listen regularly, you might recognise a couple. Maybe you're listening for the first time, you're wondering what on earth is going on. Uh, kind of wondering the same thing, to be fair. But listen, um, I started the Lager Time a podcast, maybe uh, I think it was October last year, 2021. Um, I'll be honest, I've been a bit lost last few years. So I've been writing and performing poems, um, theatre, bit of music uh, for a fair few years now. Well, I started emceeing over 20 years ago. Uh, that's kind of where it all started for me. And I, st I started doing, I started going to the open mic for poems in 2007, which is where I met now. O'Sullivan at uh, Poetry Unplugged and then I kind of got into theatre uh, but I always kind of kept the three things separate particularly the music particularly the rapping I didn't think people would get it um, and then you know I was working on a show where I met my good pal Conrad Murray who uh, together we set up a theatre company called Beats and Elements which is like a hip-hop theatre company uh, but he's like steeped in it in sort of doing bringing hip-hop into theatre, that's always been his thing. He's a, a theatre director, but he's a producer, he's a singer, he's a rapper. He's also the artistic director of Beatbox Academy. So at the moment, he's mad busy going around all over the place running projects. But it was him that convinced me, he's like, you've got to bring the rapping onto the stage. And I was like, well, people ain't going to get it, people ain't going to get it. But just through working with him, really, and then I could beatbox, and he got me into Beatbox Academy. I used to play the drums, so beatboxing was like a natural kind of progression really um he brought me into beatbox academy and then we set up beats and elements and kind of he encouraged me to to bring rap in and then I get on the loop station and it's only really in the last couple of years i've started bringing that in but before lockdown i was beginning to feel lost i didn't really know where i was anymore in terms of I don't know, whatever that means um I think with the spoken word stuff, whatever you want to call it, poetry, performance, poetry, storytelling, uh, it's kind of all the same thing to me. Um, it's a fast moving world. 
I suppose due to its accessible nature, you know, it's which is a good thing. Anyone can pick up a piece of paper or jot something down on their phone and all you need is a voice to to project that and there's plenty of open mics where you can get up and do that. So I think there's a high turnover of people and if you duck away from it for a while, you know, there's a load of new people in it. For someone like me, they're not going to know who I am and why should they? You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, the kind of gigs dried up and then you know, COVID and everything that happened after COVID and then my wife and I, we moved away out of London to Kent, even though I seem to be in London all the time. Don't know, the gigs just dried up. Um, but I love performing. I think it's what I'm best at. I like doing it. I'm not very good at hustling or whatever, you know, scouting for gigs. So I just figured during lockdown, I need to start doing my own thing. I could produce music a little bit. Uh, I've kind of dabbled with production for about 10 years. And I figured I need to, I had a few bits of equipment. I can get better at doing it and start producing my own stuff. And it's been a long journey. It's taken me a long time to get here. I'm very, I'm just f ad hoc with everything. <laughs> uh, it drives my wife around the bend, drives me around the bend. It just takes me a long time to sort of do anything. Um, but I don't know, I'm kind of waffling now. Let's get into a couple more poems, all right? Um, this one's called uh, Born Slippy. Must have been around 97. Aside from the names of a few of the big hitters, can't say I knew much about politics. The whole game seemed like a coded language that only a select few slick elitists understood. Though I was curious and frustrated that they did and I didn't. We were sat in assembly and for once it was a little different. It was announced that some sixth formers were going to be representing each of the major political parties and giving speeches. We then had to vote for who our favourite was. Democracy in action. It was exciting. I don't recall politics ever again being mentioned. I remember the guy representing the Labour Party. He went last and I'm pretty sure was head boy at the time. Good looking, popular, high street clubber and a sheen of call that filled me with annoyance and envy. He confidently stepped up to the podium to the opening few bars of Born Slippy by Underworld, all drenched in reverb and hands in the air festival unity. He spoke for a good while. Yet aside from a few side swipes at the other speakers, I don't remember anything of what he said. Policies, promises, nothing. He won by a landslide. Of course he did. Born slippy, mate. Big chin. Alright, uh, here's another one. Weak walking shoes. Back then, I didn't know many people into outdoor pursuits. Certainly not outside Icon Diva. Crawley's premier late night go-to in 01. Gone 2am with a curbside view. Scuffles on the pavement. Arguments in the kebab queue. Couple times I put on a pair of clumpy walking shoes zipped up the ugly fleece and attempted to scale the moral high ground, preaching to my mates below that fighting was an immature thing to do. Now I'm at an age where, keep it down, yeah, but I might actually enjoy walking, and I might possibly have considered purchasing a pair of ugly-ass walking shoes because they're waterproof and comfy and... Listen, 
That kid, my mate's mate, slapped that time. Probably deserved it. Mouthed off, unprovoked, squared up, probably shirtless. And when push came to shove, I was probably deserting. Knowing deep down I lacked the right gear for that sort of pursuit. Wrong sort of shoes. So I ascended hilly peaks and preached my views, convinced I was on higher ground. Like a champagne socialist, one windfall away from a super yacht cruise. Alright, maybe one more from this little bit. Um, this is called Not Quite a Cheetah. Was out on the common. Just got back from a run and I was stretching. Whilst in the downward dog position, enjoying the unorthodox view of this pleasant part of Plumstead. From between my legs I see this upside down bull terrier bursting across the green to obediently fetch a tennis ball and return it to a stern-voiced lady wearing a pristine pair of pink Harachis. She then threw the ball further and the dog ran again. I abandoned my stretching just to take this moment in and stood there for a few minutes, watching it run back and forth. The way that dog moved was mesmerising. So low to the ground, fast, powerful, precise and a little bit scary. It reminded me of watching News Round when I was a nipper as bizarre looking motors attempted to break the land speed record in the desert, clouds of dust in their wake, camera picture flickering as if the lens was burning from the heat. I'm as much into cars as I am into dogs, but that Bull Terrier display was a Grand Prix worthy of my attention, maybe as close as I'll ever get to stretching on the Serengeti, watching cheetahs make magic with their legs. All right, there you go. So there's a few little, um, slightly longer ones there. Um, so I wrote that last one during lockdown, probably at the early stages, because at some point, uh, my wife turned around and said to me, what do you think about getting a dog? Uh, or maybe this is even before lockdown. And I said, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's a lot of responsibility and I'd probably have to walk it all the time. And we left it at that. She then asked me again a couple months later, what do you think about getting a dog? I was like, well, same thing. It's a lot of responsibility. I don't know if I'm ready for that. And uh, I'd have to walk it all the time. And then a couple months later, she said, I've bought a dog. And it's a lot of responsibility. And I have to walk it all the time. And he's currently in the room, uh, lying on the floor asleep. He may make some noise at some point, Odin, he's a miniature schnauzer, I love him to bits. And then maybe about eight months ago, my wife says, I want to get a second dog. And I was like, oh, uh, really? And then you can guess what happened next. Uh, I don't know where she is at the moment, she's in the house somewhere, but little Freya, another little miniature schnauzer. But they are great, and we love them dearly. It was Odin's second birthday yesterday. Big up, Odin, happy birthday, mate. He's got no interest in me right now. He, I fed him, I've walked him. He's good. All right. Okay, so I hope uh, you haven't switched off yet, if you are listening. Going to bang through a couple of little shorter ones now, then do probably uh, another track on the loop station, and then finish with um, a slightly longer piece. Uh, one, of the st- one of the story pieces. What are we, how are we doing? Where are we at time? Uh, I don't even know how long this is so far. Okay, I think we're okay. Um, but here we go. Here's a couple of little shorter ones. Independence Day. 
After days and days of sweltering, sweaty London sun, there's a big, bleak-looking rain cloud resting over Plumstead, like those massive alien ships sitting above famous landmarks in big global cities, reminding me of how excited I was when I first saw the hypercool trailer for Independence Day, age 13. Hopefully this cloud won't let me down as much as that film did. Paper Trail Meanwhile at internet headquarters, a proud-looking man walks into reception. I'm here for my file, he says. The receptionist spins around to a grey filing cabinet and retrieves a green folder. Handing it to the man, he looks at it, pauses, then walks away, disappointed. Jazz Lock, <laughs> day 187, guilty conscience. If all them famous writers and poets had the internet too, would they have got half their shit done? What happened to drum and bass? No thanks. Depleted. Was that the printer trying to run off the company required weekly schedules when the error message told me the coloured ink was depleted? No passive aggressive email had been received chastising us for printing off the company required schedules complete with colour coding like a delicate Dulux paint chart with slogans, dates and numbers wasting the precious finite company resources. No, not this week. The company had decided to celebrate pride by covering the corridors in rainbow flags and getting John from accounts to tell us all about his civil ceremony during the morning briefing just after he'd arrived late, having had his train cancelled, numerous delays, that and he doesn't like public speaking. We still got an email a week later, as no one had stuck their schedules up on the department notice boards. It was company policy, they said. Of course. Stress piece. Sometimes I feel my flaws, like driving through a muddy festival field carry negativity like I'm trying to feign holding in a piss. Do what the shiny gurus say, buy the book and breathe deep, attend the workshop and listen soft, fail in all of the above, then fry my mind like my brain was wrapped in electrified chicken wire. Pray that the temperature drops, it normally does. Until next time. Life Affirming Moments, Part 1 a young man of 19 is rummaging through his wallet, looking for his gym pass. In amongst the receipts, chewing gum wrappers and train tickets, he finds a date-expired, unused rubber, curry flavour. He'd bought it from a vending machine on his 16th birthday. He holds it. He can feel it's gone dry and crusty. He's still wearing too much links, and the hair gel is still slooping off his head in wet weather. V-plates are still very much intact, along with his optimism. Never give up, he thinks. Right, so there's a little little short section there. Um, it's kind of fun doing it this way. Uh, so what I used to do, when I, had, when I was performing fairly regularly, um, I guess a standard set 
was uh you know anything between like 15 to 25 minutes i loved the 25 minute sets for me i suppose because uh i used to perform a lot of stuff that was longer kind of like longer stories a lot of them were sort of like 10 minutes long so i would try and structure the set so i would start off with something short maybe funny um and then maybe get into something a little bit deeper then couple of little shorty funny haiku type things uh finish and then finish with a big long one and a really short one to finish and it was a nice way to that i don't know it worked and i had a, a whole bunch of material that i could interchange and swap in and out and i guess it has a formula for a set for me it worked um yeah and i had this um this book which came out in 2018 the suburban it was a uh, my first and only collection which comprised 10 years of stuff that I'd been performing uh, so it was really good when that came out I had loads of gigs and managed to sell a few uh, I still got a few left over paulcreed.co.uk slash shop but all of that stuff once I'd done the book and done all the shows I was like I need to draw a line under this stuff um, which is what I've tried to do uh, and then COVID, of course, has well, stopped all the gigs, really. So all of this stuff is like after that period. It's like, I don't know, phase three, if you like. Something like that, anyway. Uh, so I'm just sort of back to messing around, trying to put a set together again. And so this is the first attempt at doing that. Let me know how you think it's going. Obviously, if I did get a gig... I doubt anyone would be giving me this long. But as an idea, I don't know, start off with a bit of music, maybe something quick, snappy. I don't know. I always think it's important to to get in quick and uh, ingratiate yourself to an audience, whether that's by making them laugh or something that they can, you can ease them in and then you can bring in uh, the deeper stuff a bit later. Whatever that means, deep. I don't know. Deep is a funny word. Um, everything's deep. Everything's shallow. Whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's do a bit of music, shall we? All right. So this is a tune. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a song called Never Enough. It's fairly new. Um, yeah, I need to delete that. Fairly new. I'm hoping. So I've got all this music backed up. I've got an EP that I mentioned, Toast in the Machine, and then mate, there's probably another two EPs of stuff after that. And then I've always wanted to do an album for the last few years. I think I want to do an album by the time I'm 40. So I'm starting to build some songs uh, for what I hope will, will be an album to mark my, my 40th. But knowing me, it probably won't be done till I'm 44. Um, but yeah, so this is just came out of a little jam on on the loop station uh i've got to remember how this tune tune goes i gave it a little practice earlier uh, hold on just bear with me one second i know this is really unprofessional but this is um an experiment anyway okay cool all right all right here we go never enough
all gone screw with. Right, basically, this is what happens when. <laughs> yeah, right, so. I've got to reset, reset the looper. That's all gone tits up. <laughs> right, I've I said, I've made a vow that everything is being left in. Hold on. Uh, okay. I don't want to fucking feel her. So basically, the problem is with these loop stations, right? Um, you have to... The first thing you do, it sets off how long the loop is. And I'm using the same track that I did for the first track. And it's a certain length. Um, so... Yeah, yeah so the problem with that was it um the loop wasn't long enough so i was trying to do this that little bass line part and it was looping too early oh no this is already boring isn't it? imagine, imagine this, is this is on stage, stage. all right i think we're good come on pull fucking hell here we go all right Not noticing the money backing him and put the hoover around, do the washing up. 
Like the family bash, make sure you smile enough. Pay the bills on time, make sure you earn enough. And when you get mugged off, you say it's all love. But is it alright or is it half mast? Flying a half mast, the marking death though. You're treading water in your best and iron best clothes. Island paradise in your sights with your eyes closed. Cause it's never enough. Lust over love. Always after I'm painting a picture with the dust. Brand new screw covering the rust. Always running for the bus. It was ever dust. Ain't never enough. Ain't lust over love. Always after I'm painting a picture with the dust. Brand new screw covering the rust. Always running for the bus. It was ever dust. More floors than Canary Wharf, closed doors in my own thoughts, and so sure in my overdraws, straight path full of detours, met my match with a slap in the face, so obsessed with back in the day, felt to make the grade of a pitiful display, sit and watch the rain and pretend it's okay, uh, can't be bulging with the that I'm holding, extra swing on my shoulders from when I'm bowling, the mechanism for coping is slowly stalling, revealing the picture that's bitter and probably broken, Misses for having to put up with everything. I can't even put up a shovel, credit just the bread. I reckon I'm bending for some kind of bigger reckoning. And maybe only now I'll be ready for everything. Cause it's never enough. Ain't lust over love. Always after I'm painting picture with the dust. Brand new screw, covered in rust. Always running for the bus. It was ever thus. Ain't never enough. Ain't lust over love. Always after I'm painting picture with the dust. Brand new screw, covered in rust. Always running for the bus. It was ever thus. Ain't never enough. Hey, last over love. Always after I'm eating picture with the dust. Hey, brand new screw. Covered the rust. Always running for the bus. It was ever dust. Hey, never enough. Hey, last over love. Always after I'm eating picture with the dust. Brand new screw. Covered the rust. Always running for the bus. It was ever dust. Hey, never enough. Hey, last over love. Always after I'm eating picture with the dust. Brand new screw. Covered the rust. Always running for the bus. It was ever dust. Hey, never enough. I lost over love, always after I'm painting a picture with the dust. Brand new screw, and covered the rust, always running for the bus, it was ever dust. <laughs> Alright, uh, there you go, never enough, and uh, yeah, that was a bit of a mess. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, I've been practicing it last couple of days, but I'm still not quite sure. Um, but there you go, um... Uh, I should probably delete it out, really, but I'm not going to. If you've got this far and you're still listening, thank you very much. Um, I suppose part of the reason for me doing this is so I can put a set together again so uh, you can kind of view it as this is all a work in progress. Um, not that I'm making excuses. And what is a bit... Um, for those that... The tiny amount of people that, that I know who know me for doing the poetry stuff, I'm always a little bit um, wary about what they think when I'm when I'm doing the music stuff and rapping. I think, well, what's Paul doing? What's he doing? <laughs> Whatever, innit? I don't know. I'm just trying to make the best of what I've got. All right, so I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, I'm going to finish with uh, one story. It's not that long, actually. It's part of um, this show that I'm I'm developing called Make Your Own Bed and Hope for the Best. So I've been sharing various parts of that show on the blog, also on my YouTube channel. I've been developing it for about three years. I'm at the stage where it's ready to go into production. 
Uh, but it's I'm at the funding stage and I had a meeting a few weeks ago. Funding just really sucks the life out of me. Uh, I, I'm so averse to doing it. Uh, I don't want to do it. It's like and now at the moment the landscape for Arts Council funding is even harder than it was, and it should be difficult because it's public money. Um, I'm not don't have an issue with that, but I don't know. Anyway, I've got to try and get funding, and and hopefully it'll be made. And we're looking at next year at Camden People's Theatre, where I've done a few works in progresses. So this particular story, so this, the show, uh, a little bit of context, is exploring a whole bunch of different jobs that I've done. Um, I left school, I dropped out of education at 17, I've had a lot of jobs, most of them low paid. Um, so anyway, it's like exploring meaning and employment and what that all means. Um, so anyway, this is a, a story for, I had a paper round when I was 12 and then the news agent that I worked for, they ended up employing me in the news agent as a Saturday assistant. This one's called Smith's. And we'll, we'll wrap it up on this. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, social media, Paul Crees on Instagram and Twitter and Paul Cree writes on Facebook. And I think that's what it is on YouTube as well. There's a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, yeah, uh, my website, I've got Suburban, copies of the Suburban for sale. The Beats and Elements. Um, we got two books that came out this year. Um, Making Hip Hop Theatre, which is written by my good pal Conrad Murray and Dr. Katie Bestwick, a theatre academic. That's the kind of theory behind the hip hop theatre stuff we do. And then, of course, there was three plays published alongside that, High Rise of State of Mind, No Milk for the Foxes and Denmark, two of which I co-wrote with Conrad and Junior, um, David Bonnet Junior, a.k.a. Gambit Ace, and Lakeisha Lynch-Stevens, a.k.a. Kiki, who we formed Beats and Elements, so it was those three plays were published um, in a book called the Hip Hop Theatre Anthology, or Hip Hop Theatre Trilogy. I can't remember, but it's that you can get that through Bloomsbury, Matthew and Drama. It's available on Amazon and all the big book retailers. But yeah, support the stuff. Um, large up, Nyla Sullivan, Rusty Nile on the Substack. Large up, James Harris, Stiff Upper Quip on the Substack. These are guys that I follow that I've known through performing and I followed them onto Substack and they've given me bits of advice and, and just like what they do. Um yeah, large up Ruckus T. He's probably not listening. Uh he says he, he says he does, but I know he doesn't. If he is listening, nice one mate. If not, you're a prick. But I call him a prick anyway. Large up my brother Will, gatekeeper, all my family, my beautiful wife Janice, who definitely does not listen. <laughs> No, she's quite good at uh, mimicking the Lager Time theme tune. Uh, maybe one day I'll explain what that is. Hold tight, Boogaloo D. All right, um, so here we go, Smiths. And then we'll wrap it up at this. School, I tolerated it. I like seeing my mates, but I don't think I had the required focus for it. I fidgeted a lot, looked out the window. From about year nine, I found myself drifting figuratively and literally to the back of the class. I just didn't get a lot of it. Maths, science, French. It hurt my brain. I preferred a good old daydream like I did on my paper round, but the difference with that was there was no one there to tell me off. One day after school, I get this call from Mr. Smith. 
He tells me that my brother Will's mate Mark has since left Smith's to tread that golden path to the golden arches of McDonald's in Gatwick South Terminal, meaning the coveted role of Saturday assistant was vacant. Sound the trumpets. And did I want the job? Me, the anointed one. £2.50 an hour, five hours a week, plus my Sunday paper round. That's like more money. Yes, Mr. Smith, I'll take it. So through a blatant case of only employing underage, underpaid internal candidates, I was now a shopping assistant. 14 years old and balling out of control. It sounded sick. Until there's a queue going out the door. I'm on my own in the shop, busting for a piss. And most of them want lottery tickets and the machine is temperamental at best. The tickets keep getting stuck and oh no, I've shortchanged someone. Again, nice try son. He thinks I did it on purpose. I get confused when adding up prices. Mr. Smith, he's like a math genius. Does it all in his head and just dishes out the change like a casual fist bump with his mates. I have to punch it all in in the clunky old till where half the time the buttons don't work and I seem to mess it up. Next, I'm a blindfolded donkey trying to pin the tail on whatever brand of obscure cigarettes these customers want. Peter Stuyvesant? No. Next row to the left, a bit, down a bit. Some rude boy comes in, all curtains, bower turbos and a spliffy jacket wanting fags. He looks about 15. Sorry, mate, have you got any ID? What? Have you got any ID, bruv? I'm still only 14 and Mr. Smith tells me to say I'm 16 if anyone asks, especially if that guy from the council comes in again. The lottery tickets are still getting stuck. Someone else now thinks I've tried to swizz them for change and some girl, who I thought was smiling at me, has just walked out with Spliffy Jacket Kid eating a load of picking mix which she hasn't paid for and just looked at me again laughing. Then it all goes quiet. Just when I think I can finally slip off for a piss. On cue, that creepy guy walks in. Same time every week. Side parting and glasses. 80 sports jacket and cream trousers with the press. Picks up his three broadsheets, has a quick glance left and right and then like a lizard catching a fly, leaps up to the top shelf and selects three jazz mags. Slops in between the broadsheets, brings them to the counter, lifts up the corner of the paper bar so I can only see the prices. But I can tell by the branding that this week is Mayfair on top. Last week it was Club International. I don't know how I know, but I just do. I look at him and he looks at me and I know that he knows that I know. He pays up, he slips out, and I feel weird. I feel a bit repulsed by him, but at the same time, kind of sorry for him. I want to look at the jazz mags too. Mr. Smith arrives to lock up the shop. I get a crumpled £5 note in my wages, plus coins. I take a piss at last and head home, knackered, just in time to leave for church. I like that feeling of money in my pocket every week, but I felt like I was no good at that job. And I dreaded going back in every day, Saturdays, like I dreaded going into school, knowing I found both so difficult. And if this is what working life is like, I'm not all right with that. All right. I think that concludes everything. Uh, Odin has just woken up, the dog. He's just done a big yawn. Um, I think I'm guessing this has probably run its course now. It's been good. It's been fun. I've enjoyed it. It's probably been a bit rushed, very rough. If you, like I say, if you are listening, thank you very much. If you're enjoying what I'm doing, please subscribe and, and share. Oh, look, there's the little one. Here she comes. Hello, Freya. Please don't rip up my poems. She's done that before. 
All right, so that's it. Nice one. I'll be back to normal lager time. I've got a new piece to share uh, this Friday, and maybe I'll do another one of these in a couple of weeks. Uh, have a banging rest of the week. Peas and taters. It's longer time. Yay! Yay. Lager time. Poems, stories and thoughts. By me, Paul Cree. Who else?